It's time to win, and you can start right now with a new Toyota from Modesto Toyota. So let's go. Come grab the keys to your new Toyota. You can count on Modesto Toyota for great savings. Come in and check out all the new models and deals, or go to ModestoToyota.com and see all the new incoming vehicles, then just pick out the one you want. You can get great prices and special lease deals and save big time on gas with the many hybrid cars, SUVs, and trucks. Check out the all-new electric BZ4X at a low price or an incredible lease deal. Yes, it's time to win and time to grab the keys to your new Toyota. You know, since 1965, Modesto Toyota has had thousands of happy customers like me because of the great service and great prices. So let's go grab the keys to your new Toyota and win big time. There's no dealer markup and the time has never been better. Come find out for yourself at Modesto Toyota or ModestoToyota.com. On Sunday, you'll hear Greg Papa's call right here on The Sports Leader. But till then, he's with John Lund live from Radio Row in Vegas. Sponsored by Xfinity Internet. The best way to stream your favorite live sports. Xfinity, the ultimate entertainment experience. On KNBR, The Sports Leader. Well, I'm a big Charlie Munger fan, and rest in peace, Charlie Munger. And one of the things he said is that the biggest downfall for any man is liquor, ladies, and leverage. If you put liquor involved, you have ladies involved, you have an atmosphere, you have guys that can't handle that, you're going to fail. And the thing with the Kansas City Chiefs is they've been there so often that they know how to handle that week leading up to the Super Bowl. So that's where they might have the advantage over the 49ers. But hopefully, hopefully the guys really, really buckle down and treat this week as a one-in-a-lifetime experience because that's what it is. And this is a legacy moment. That's Dante Whitner. We're going to talk about it in a second. We're live from Media Row in Las Vegas. Papa and Lund, thank you so much for joining us. Probably our – well, maybe I shouldn't say this, but but the the boss – well, the big boss man will probably hear it. I was going to say our probably our only non-hungover day, but me, I'm just going to be going to church and drinking holy water. But uh, No liquor, ladies, and leverage. But interesting what Dante said there. What do, what do you make of it? Well, it tells you about the smarts of Dante, and he's gotten into a lot of capital investment. He deals with a lot of ho- uh, high rollers down in Orange County when he's quoting Charlie Munger from uh, Berkshire Hathaway and Warren Buffett. But um, um, leverage is interesting because in football there's a term about leverage, and it's kind of an important part of playing football. So, um, no, he said, you know, the, the thing is when you come to a Super Bowl, and it really is any Super Bowl, it's just the, the week away from home is what is different. And, you know, I saw Rich Gannon, and I told him about, you know, taking Barrett Robbins to Tijuana years ago. We had a good laugh about that. But for Barrett, it was just, and Barrett's an alcoholic, and I hope and pray he's still alive. And Stanley Wilson had issues. When you're when you're confronted with, and Barrett, I don't think it was the enormity of the game that got to him. It was just the temptation. And there's security. The Niners Hotel, there's security on every floor, Security in the lobby. But if you want to get out like John Matusak, you can get out. So it's just when you step out of your room and you go to the bank of elevators, you get on and you hit L, it's liquors and lady and leverage. That Maybe that's what the L's for. I don't know. It means lobby. It means freedom. It means time out. And it's temptation. You have a lot where you're home. You got to get in the car. Is there you a temptation drive. where you guys are staying like here, though? I mean, do you it's, walk out you're, you're and there's a casino? No, 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 no. Because you're no, you're, 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 yeah, you're, you're I, I love our hotel. I love that. It's much better than the hotel. The Chiefs are staying at the hotel. The, the Niners stayed when they played the Chiefs or played the Raiders on January 1st 
of last year to end the 22 year. This hotel, maybe because I got a suite, but it's it is sweet. It's You've a sprawling. Love it. I, I know the luck. I have a room at the Luxor. I'm not going there. It was by mistake, I think. But anyway, I'm <laughs> not. The Luxor is going to be a great environment to get ready yeah. for the game. I think Trent gets a sweet McCaffrey. Anyway, now it's not. It, but they can still get here. They're not on lockdown. They have, they have a staff to drive them where they want to go. They're grown men. They're but they're, they're But these guys, are. they'll have fun. And they'll pick their spots. I'm sure maybe tomorrow night after tonight's opening night, they may all go out and have dinner, right, SDK right. or something. For, for people who don't understand, it's going to be at Allegiant Stadium, the home of the Super Bowl, which is right in the middle of Las Vegas, just off the strip. Yeah, versus well, opening night. Now, but I, I think we'll, they'll come right back like after opening night. Away, it's so. not that far away. No, no but you, I don't think you would. To Dante's point, though, it is nice versus the Super Bowl. He went out because you and I talked about it the entire week of the Super Bowl, which was – they're away from the strip here. A lot of people in, in the Bay Area go. So they're 25 miles from the strip, right? Where we are right now is in the Mandalay Bay, which is right on the strip. Where Allegiant is, where they'll be tonight, is right off the strip. So they don't have near as much temptation. Whereas when they were in Vegas, they or excuse me, in New Orleans, where Dante's talking about, they stayed in a Marriott right off Bourbon Street. I remember one night you and I were walking, and I'm not saying he did anything wrong. It was just Frank Gore and a number of Niner players were just well, and it's walking also, Bourbon Street. It's hard around. to sleep because right. Bourbon Street does not so go to different. bed at, at midnight. But I think the Niners for that Super Bowl moved out to another hotel. The league just wanted On them. On Friday, right? The league wanted them downtown for the media stuff. Now they're making the media, media go, go out. out to them. They're going to come in. They're, they're coming in here, and UNLV's not far from here. Right. It's right down Tropicana Boulevard, whatever it is. It's not far from here. It's like nine miles, nine minutes away. It's not that Henderson is that far away. It's that you can't get on the highway. It's like living out, you know, where we live in Blackhawk. It takes forever to get to the highway. So it's a long, it takes like 15 minutes to get on 95, get on the highway. Once you're on the highway, it's not, when it rained hard anyway, it's not that far away. It's like, you know. But it's, going not, up. An, it's not an open the elevator thing. No, for me, but, no, but you go, you just I call an Uber and you have a, yeah, and I'm right. in debauchery. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, they're not going to stay at a, <laughs> first of all, to have the players in a casino. Right. That's another right. issue because they could just be strolling through the lobby of a hotel. You can't And the lobby not, of the hotel right? becomes a sports yeah. book. Right. They don't even know. They can't stay there. But anyway, they're going to be fine. They'll, they'll, they'll pick and choose their moments, maybe Tuesday night, Friday typically afternoon after meetings. They have a lot of downtimes. The, the families and friends are flying in on Friday. They'll all be here on Friday. So you, you know, may want to go out to dinner with your, your mom and dad and your wife and your kids or whatever. It's not like they're, you know, they can't be human beings. They've also they got a lot of the work done last week just watching the practice. They had a great practice on Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday were like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I really believe, and I don't know if the, Kyle hasn't done his openers yet, but I think they go out and play right now. They, they, they know the Chiefs. They, they. It's almost like you study for. I like to cram right before the exam. I like to do it. You know, right. right. It's almost like you don't want to prepare too early because then the game gets a little bit, a little bit. I don't know. You like to have it fresher. Yeah. Um, it's not like they're going to forget, but I think they came here with the game plan already locked and loaded. Now you make tweaks in what you're going to do. Like, is Joe Tooney going to play in this game? Seriously. He has a torn peck. How's he going to do that? They're going to harness that up. When he extends his arms out, so is he going to try to play? He's, you know, he's trending in the right direction. He's making progress. So, well, wait, I don't think he's going to play. But what if Joe Tooney does play? Right. 
it, I mean, that changes things and how you want to run your defense, Steve Wilkes. So, but beyond that, John, I think they did a lot of the work ahead of time to come here where they have a firm idea who the Kansas City Chiefs now are, and then you just got to go tweak it, and they'll, they're they're doing a walkthrough right now with UNLV in the rain or whatever they're doing, and then obviously tonight's the big opening night, and then they have tomorrow off, and then Wednesday they get back on the practice field. But I, I do not worry about this group being ready. I think, you know, seeing Rich Gann and then going back to the Raider group, it's just the way the organization is run with Al. They had security on every floor, but guys had a way to get in and out of security. And they Al, they knew with Al, they could make it miss curfew and miss, like, we went that year the Raiders were 4-0 to start the year. They lost four games in a row. Then they won seven of the last eight. The one game they lost was in Miami. And Charlie Garner... And Charles Woodson did not make curfew on Friday night. And Bill Callahan didn't want to play him in the game. And Al was like, are you out of your mind? My, my best offensive player, my best defensive player I'm playing? They're playing. And I, so they, they knew if they missed something, you know, curfew-related because they were out on South Beach in Miami, they were still going to be allowed to play. These guys, it's not it's, – I don't even think it gets there. I really don't worry about this group. They'll have an appropriate amount of fun. Um, they're not going to just hole up in their room. They're going to experience some of it. But by the time it's, it's the, the whole week, they're ready to play. And certainly by Sunday, they're going to be ready. All right, Pop and Lund, thanks for joining us on a Monday as uh, Media Row is just getting uh, jumping right now. Remember, we're on YouTube and Twitch, so you can watch the show live. We'll have a bunch of uh, guests coming up. Ask Papa anything, anything at all. You can do it a bunch of different ways. Uh, 415-885-627-415-808. KNBR on the Golden State Lumber and Building Materials text line. we got out in front of us. Just use hashtag AskPapa, or you can call the show at that very same number, 808KNBR. We're on YouTube and Twitch as well, so you can get the conversation started there. But coming up next, your conversation with one Mooney Ward. It and is a hoot. You, yeah, you've said all Two F-bombs and a BS him. right away. Did we catch those guys? He's a Did straight talker. Yeah, maybe we didn't. We might get him live. All right, we'll play that for you coming up next. And then we got Ask Papa Anything right after that, live from Vegas. Pop and London on the Sports Theater. Faithful, before John hosts the pregame on Sunday and before Greg calls every super snap, they're revving you up from Radio Row in Vegas. Sponsored by Xfinity Internet, the best way to stream your favorite live sports. Xfinity, the ultimate entertainment experience. On KNBR, the sports leader. He has born and Emmanuel Sanders stacked left, and he has Debo right. Here we go, Sorensen showing blitz. Here he comes, third down. Jimmy's going to throw a deep shot down the field for Emmanuel Sanders. He overthrew him. Emmanuel Sanders ran right through the coverage there in a post route, and Garoppolo overshot it. Pablo and Lund, we're live in Vegas, Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be here all week, and then the rest of the shows are joining us. I know Copes is already here. I think Tommy will be here today, but uh, the morning show will be here tomorrow as well, so make sure you tune in to all the shows in fact, I was just talking to a uh, a handler who we love so much, and we got Robbie, a special guest coming up tomorrow. Robbie Gold's going to be on uh, with the afternoon guys at uh, two fifteen, so make sure that you tune in for that. I'm telling them as we speak. Hopefully, they don't have a a, a person. Uh, there's a reason we played that coming in. What was that reason? Well, that was a uh, Super Bowl Fifty Four moment. It was probably the defining moment of the game, along with two three chip jet was, but it was the Jimmy Garoppolo overthrow to Emmanuel Sanders. It was a third and ten on the Chief forty nine. Yard line. The Chiefs had just taken a 24-20 to 20 lead, as we know. And the guy who was in coverage wore number 35 for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he was on the other side that he is now, wearing number 7 with the Niners, literally on the offense's left at right corner. Now he's on the other side 
that is Charvarius Mooney Man Ward. And uh, he was in coverage. He'll explain it. Rashad Fenton, the safety, bumped down in the coverage and had Emmanuel, but nobody was over Charvarius. So when he saw Emmanuel Sanders, John, and got a C fast run through their defense, Charvarius, and got a C fast, tried to catch him. He could not. So it's all flipped now. Charvarius Ward uh, began his career with Kansas City four years there, won that Super Bowl the next year, lost to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl against Tampa. Uh, 2021 got beat by Cincinnati in the championship game and then came to the uh, uh, the Niners and uh, we know about his situation and now he's going to play against Andy Reid and and Patrick Mahomes as a member of the 49ers but uh, we reminisced last week when I sat down with him and Eric Branch had a great priest in the Chronicle he's changed a lot Charverius Ward he's such a he's a dad now he's had some challenges raising his young daughter she is down she has a heart situation and he is, but one thing about Charverius Ward, and I think when they get to opening night of the Super Bowl tonight, John, he, uh, those that sit down and talk to him are going to be enthralled by him because he's a quality man. He has a heart. He has a soul. He has a brain. But then he's just Mooney Man, and he just talks honest. In fact, uh, he's going to drop a couple of F-bombs here, maybe a BS as well. We'll have to edit out. I don't think he even realized we were talking on the air. I think he just thought he was talking to me. That's just remember when we had him on the post game show from Mexico City last yeah. year about DeAndre Hopkins and he went steroid boy. Yeah. And he went off on really him. Cool. I mean he, he speaks the truth. But since it was the uh, Super Bowl everybody wants to talk about Super Bowl 54 and that coverage he had on the third and 10 against Emmanuel Sanders, we do start our conversation with Charvarius Ward talking about that play. Traverius, take me back. Super Bowl 54. You're a chief. You're up 24-20. It's a third down and 10. Rashad Fenton's over there. You're over there as well. Emmanuel Sanders is going to run a post route. Jimmy Garoppolo lets it fly. Pick it up from there. Uh, Well, actually, that really wasn't my man. It was like playing like a bracket coverage, and my man kind of went like underneath. So the safety inside took him. So I didn't have nobody to take, so I just fell off at the last second and Try to help out on um, Emmanuel Sanders, but he was sliding, he was digging, you know. So he had got behind both of us, and I was like, "Damn!" Like we just lost the Super Bowl, like me and Fenton. <laughs> but I mean, I'm thankful, you know. It was, you know, kind of overthrow by Jimmy, and um, you know, they let that one kind of slip through their hands a little bit. Yeah, four down. Frank Clark gets the uh, the sack. Darius uh, Williams scores the touchdown. Damian Williams. You're a Super Bowl champion. What what was that moment like for you to win that Super Bowl? Uh, it was an amazing feeling, man. The whole weekend, um, the whole weekend, Miami was like a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like we saw, you know, Jay Z on the field, Kevin Hart, guys like Rick Ross. So it was a game, but it didn't really feel like a game. Like it felt like a movie. Like um, I think for after the national anthem, you had kids on the field, like running around doing a commercial and everything <laughs> like that. And you can just tell the lights felt real brighter. You know what I'm saying? And you knew everybody in the world was watching. So. I mean, it just kind of gave you a little extra, like, adrenaline boost in your body. You Like, you know you can't fuck up. You don't want to fuck up on this stage. And, <laughs> and you got to, you know, just do your go out there and do your thing. And it was, you know, it was an amazing feeling. And then the next year, you go back to the Super Bowl, and it's the direct opposite feeling because yeah. it's COVID and there's no fans. What was that one like against Tampa and Tom Brady? That was kind of like some bull****, though, because we went to their house, and they was, they was in Tampa, like, the whole week. And we left, like, on a Friday, on, I think, on that Saturday, so... It was kind of like like a BS season for real, but um, I mean, shout out to them though, Tom Brady. You know he the goat. You know he the greatest. Six, seven, two bowls. They came out there and did their thing, and we just had a bad game. 
on the worst day possible. You know what I'm saying? As 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 Kansas City Chiefs, like we never had a bad game like that. Probably the whole time I was there, and we we just picked the wrong day to have a bad game. You haven't had a bad year, my friend. You've been in the league six years. You've been in the championship game mm-hmm. every year. I mean, do you ever pinch yourself about all the success you've had as far as winning? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, I know guys that, that's never been this far, man. Like, Trent, you know, he a Hall of right. Famer, been playing forever. He never been to the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's just an honor. It's a blessing, you know what I'm saying? I'm thankful for God for putting me on winning teams. And, you know, I'm thankful that I can hold my own weight on these winning teams as well. I'm not just, I'm not just riding along, you know. I'm playing like a big a big role, a big factor in being a, being a part of these winning teams. So, you know, I just thank God for, you know, just putting me in position to, um, to be a winner. Take me back to March 16th of 2020, and you decide to become a San Francisco 49er. They give you a three-year deal. They knew you, obviously, from the right. Super Bowl, so Kyle and John and looked at you <laughs> right. a lot. Why, why did you want to come here in free um, agency? Well, so uh, I was talking to my agent. He was like, what's some of the main things um, that I wanted like in free agency? I mean, obviously, I wanted to get compensated pretty nicely because I was under free agency. I hadn't made any money, but I also told him, I, you know, I wanted to go to a winning team. I didn't want to go to a bad team. So, um, you know, the 49ers, they was recruiting me. I knew they had made it to the, the championship game the previous year. So, you know what I'm saying? I felt like I was going from, from a winner to a winner. I actually had a team, like, I thought I kind of, like, did the handshake agreement over the phone with the 49ers. It was another team came calling, talking about, like, we'll offer you another meal, you know what I'm saying, or something oh. like that. But I didn't expect them to be that good, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I just stuck with the 49ers. <laughs> And I remember seeing you on the practice field, that mm-hmm. first training camp. Yeah. And you were trying to get bail technique down. When you were in Kansas City, you could bump a run and play press. Yeah. But you had to open up the hips. and, and yeah. So how, how long did it take you, do you think, to – because you do everything here. They, they play man, they play right. zone. But to be able to open up your hips and get on top and play more bail than the press yeah. you were used to. Yeah, I was kind of frustrated at first, man. I was kind of mad, like, damn, like, why, why you must come here? Like, if they ain't, they not gonna have me playing press. I feel like that was my strength, you know what I'm saying? And and we was talking on the phone. They they was telling me they wanted the guy that can come in, you know, being a boundary and, and play press on the, on the number one receiver. And I got here, I was playing seven, eight yards off almost every other play. I'm like, damn, like, you know, what the what the f we doing? But <laughs> you know, I just had to work on my game a little bit, um, become more versatile. And I'm thankful for um. That I that I did that they did teach me that because I feel like my often got ten times better, so I can do, do kind of both right now. So it definitely made me like a way better corner. Yeah, you were a good player last year. You should have made the Pro Bowl. You should have been an All yeah. Pro, but you got it this year. Congratulations, yeah. and the All Pro. Twenty-three pass defenses, yeah. number one in the NFL. You had the five interceptions, mm-hmm. the pick six against Kyler. Do you feel like you're a better player, or the situation has you doing better things? Why do you? Why do you feel the numbers broke out for you this year? Uh, just taking advantage of the opportunities, man. Like I feel like a lot of you, I could have got my hands on more balls, and a lot of times last year I could have got my hands on the ball a little bit more. But I mean, this year, you know, I've been I've been staying dedicated, keeping my head down, you know, praying a lot more, and visualizing myself making, you know, making those game-changing plays and um, those interceptions. So, I mean, that's what I've been doing. I feel like they kind of turned it around, kind of manifesting me getting my hands on the ball more, you know what I mean? And it, and it happened. I prayed for it, and, you know, I'm thankful for God that, that it happened. Charvarius, take me back to uh, Championship Sunday. Yeah. When did you know Kansas City won the AFC Championship? And if you beat Detroit that day, you were playing them in the Super Bowl. Uh, I think I kind of knew, like, uh, right before warm-ups kind of started. I had a good... I had a good feeling they was going to win the game, man. You know, it's kind of hard to bet against Pat Mahomes. I, I saw a lot of people picking Baltimore, but I'm like, 
they got the ultimate ultimate equalizer, you know, with um with Kansas City with Pat Mahomes. So I kinda knew um we probably would have been playing playing them, but I mean it's gonna be a it's a hell of a challenge to go out there and stop stop one of the best in the world, you know. So we gotta go out there and we gotta be on our P's and Q's and we gotta be <laughs> we gotta be going hundred miles an hour, you know, from from the gate, from the first snap to the last whistle, man. You practiced against them. You played against them last October when they came here. Yeah. I'm searching for a weakness. Does the guy have a weakness? Is there something he's not great at? Nah, man. He can do it all. Throw the ball with his right hand, his left hand. <laughs> throw the ball on the run. He throw the ball when he's looking one way and, you know, throw, the, throw it the other way. So <laughs> he got it all, man. We just got to go out there and, and up our level, play a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He, he great, but... Uh, the guy out everybody throwing to the ball throwing the ball too is not you know what I'm saying on the same level as him you know you know what I mean no disrespect to him to those guys he throwing it to so we can kind of you know try to smother some of the, some of his weapons and you know that'll that'll help us out a little bit <laughs> there you go Mooney Ward your conversation with him when is that going to run pregame show that was just about half of it we'll play the rest of it he is just hilarious he is so honest you don't want to f up in this game <laughs> Uh, but he, he's, you know, he's just real, John. That's the thing I like about him. But he, I've seen, read the Eric Brand story today in the Chronicle. There has been a change in him, becoming a father. I remember talking to him after one game of the postgame show. I think the game when he got the two picks and the 66-yard run back. And I said, what's the difference? And he got really emotional about being a dad. You know, the Christmas night game meant a lot to him. Uh, and, you know, being a dad has all kinds of challenges. He has more challenges than most. Um, with his with his daughter's birth, she's got some things they got to work with. But he he loves her. He's a great guy, John. He's such a good player. When I when I when he first became a Niner, first thing I said to him was, I thought you were a lot taller. But I saw you in Kansas City wearing 35. It looked like you were Albert Lewis, like you were six four long. And he's just you know he's um, he's not as tall, but he has long arms. So I want to see what Andy does with him because he did attack him in that game in October with those McCall Hardman sweeps, jet sweeps. But he wasn't right in that game. He was physically not right. Uh, I think they're going to stay away from him in this game. And, uh, you know, Ambry Thomas, there's a few ways the Niners could you know, line this. Logan Ryan played really well against Detroit after Ambry went down to an injury. So how do you want to do it? The one thing is, though, Traverius Ward's going to be a staple. Demo's going to be a staple, whether he's an outside corner or in the slot. But um, I, I think tonight, when they, when all the national cameras come in and all the goofiness of opening night, people that don't know Mooney Man, Charvarius Ward, he could walk away being the under-the-radar star tonight. That's going to be good. All right, we're going to have that for you, and make sure you're on YouTube and Twitch. We'll have everything for you as well. Uh, thanks for joining us. We're live in Las Vegas getting ready for, obviously, Super Bowl 58. Here's the deal. All the shows will be here starting tomorrow. Uh, Tolbert and Copes will be here after us starting this afternoon, but let's do an Ask Papa. Ask Papa anything. I got one question I need to ask you. I was thinking about this uh, before the show. A lot of people are asking about the turf, so we'll get into those. Hashtag us, Ask Papa, the Golden State of Building Materials. Text line is wide open at 415-808-5627, 415-808-KBR. Hit us up there. It's the same number you use to call the show. So if you want to call the show, go old school. That is cool as well. Either text it or call it. 415-808-KMBR, 415-808-5627. We'll monitor on YouTube and Twitch as well. We'll do it next. Ask Papa anything, only here on the Sports Center. It's time to win, and you can start right now with a new Toyota from Modesto Toyota. So let's go. Come grab the keys to your new Toyota. You can count on Modesto Toyota for great savings. 
Come in and check out all the new models and deals or go to ModestoToyota.com and see all the new incoming vehicles. Then just pick out the one you want. You can get great prices and special lease deals and save big time on gas with the many hybrid cars, SUVs, and trucks. Check out the all-new electric BZ4X at a low price or an incredible lease deal. Yes, it's time to win and time to grab the keys to your new Toyota. You know, since 1965, Modesto Toyota has had thousands of happy customers like me because of the great service and great prices. So let's go grab the keys to your new Toyota and win big time. There's no dealer markup and the time has never been better. Come find out for yourself at Modesto Toyota or ModestoToyota.com. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. What's happening? Thanks for joining us. We are live in uh, Las Vegas. We're just hanging out. Vern Glenn's here. Yeah. Scott Reese is here. Good group. Vern wants some Gold Bar whiskey. That's why he came over. Oh man! I Talk was... to Elliot. I don't have. I don't travel. You have any in your bag? You bring any? No, I didn't buy any. I have a lot of. Stuff <laughs> well, when you stopped my, at the booze at the. Uh, I do have my room bar, but I did not. When you uh, stopped at Bevmo and Moore in the yeah, uh, airport, did. what did you get? I, I didn't get that. They didn't yeah. have it. Elliot's bringing else it. I would have. Elliot's bringing it. All right, here's the deal. Ask Bob anything, anything at all. Very simple. 415-885-627. can be R. That is the text and the phone number on YouTube and Twitch as well. You can see our uh, bright, shiny faces. Let me move this camera a little bit. We can see our bright, shiny faces. Uh, does Vern want to ask you a question? Does it's Vern ask, Papa, ask, Papa, ask, ask Papa, Papa anything. Anything? Anything at all? Vern, Vern from Marin County. Vern can ask. He's Vern big at the. He's big at the. Uh, since you're you're here and in person, the Buckeye. I mean, and, and and it doesn't, Vern. It doesn't just have to be like forty nine. Have you ever wanted to ask Greg anything? Oh boy. Anything at all? Oh boy. I'd like to know how do you protect your throat? <laughs> how do you do it? I drink will, heavily will you, will you do with Gold games? Bar whiskey, the official <laughs> whiskey of the forty nine. I've seen him gargle it, especially especially. Or the touchdown calls yeah. where the veins are popping know, through his right? neck. Yeah. How yeah. does it? How do you? That's a great question. How do you maintain the voice? You, I'm going to show you my bag. Well, right? A lot of yeah. Oh, a lot, well, oh wow! A lot, look at that. Of, of I, I got a few drops. hauls in here from uh, Super Bowl Fifty Four. I mean, look at those things. I show that back from, to the camera. I got one from Super Bowl Fifty Four. My God, man! <laughs> well, yeah. look at that. Look at that thing. Those baskets are old. That is an old I bet there's some residual. These also travel. It's not legal. Wow. I just got a contact her. Yeah. Exactly. This bag is well sealed. That is a bag. Oh, my right gosh. Oh, so, my first preseason broadcast we did. Yep. Do you remember the first words that came out of my mouth? We're playing at Allegiant Stadium. Oh, a good question. I started with, what starts in Vegas may yeah. end <laughs> may in, in Vegas. Vegas. Can and you believe here we are. that we're here? Can you believe 20-some-odd years ago, the city came out with a campaign, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. They bought an ad during the Super Bowl. The league found out about it, the and they pulled the ad. Wow. So they didn't even want are, an ad? So here we are 20-some-odd years later. Now the actual later, game is being played here. In Vegas, where that game is being played. Yeah. So you're going to go to opening night tonight? Yeah, we'll the go there. It'll be me and, and Lorenzo Neal. We'll be kind oh, of Lone uh, Neal's here. we got to get Low Neal. Hey, Low Neal is around. Yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll watch all the crazies, the cosplays. So who's going to be stuff. the star of opening night? Under the ring. We know Kittle will be Kittle. Who's going to be Somebody the, that we're the star? Somebody we're not thinking of? Mitch Wisnowski. The Boomin' Onion. 
Nobody talks well, to punters. Well, big. yeah, as, you know, internationally he'll be big, right? Nobody offensive, talks to punters. Offensive linemen are usually pretty the good, the, the, probably yeah. the, the, the best John, talkers. Get, get John Feliciano talking. Who's I'm it? afraid of him, actually. Physically, I'm afraid of him. Well, he is he's a nasty-looking guy. You know, for he years, plays nasty. You know, for years. He's a dirty, I, rotten scoundrel. I was guy. afraid of Jeff Ulbrich for years. And now so he's the, the defensive the coordinator of the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good guy to be afraid Hardest of. Hardest yeah. I've ever been hit in my life was by Jeff Ulbrich. What did he do? On a blitz pickup drill. I came out, they suited me up, and I was working Mr. with Mr. Involvement? You were yes. Mr. Involvement? I was with Garrison Hurst. Oh, boy. And uh, working with the backs, and, and it was the blitz pickup drill. And he's like, all right, dog, get it low, dog. Get it. He's telling me what to do. <laughs> and so, so they snapped the whistle, and then Julian Peterson came through. Oh, wow. And he just put his hand out on my helmet and pushed me back. And then there was Justin Swift, master of the swim move. He came through, wow. and I didn't even touch him. He just gave me a swim move, and he just blew right on by me. And then Obrick comes in. He's like, come on, Glenn. Oh, no. Come on. You watch Hard Knocks? Oh, my He's God. He's scary on Hard Knocks. Uh, yeah. Tough. Yeah, yeah. And the, 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 the ball snapped, and then he, he just he went right through me. Yeah. I mean, he knocked me senseless. Low man wins. You're always the low man, though. And then, and then for months after that, every time I would see him, I would just automatically flinch. Unbelievable. Yeah. You're Jeff working Albrecht. too hard. I'd buy you dinner, but we don't have any time this week, right? Oh, You're no, working gosh. too hard. Hey, it's, it's a when work are you trip. On? When are you on? Red and Gold Report. What time are you Red on? and Gold Report every night, 7 to 8. We go an hour. On KPIX. Got it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go hard. Crazy. All right, man. All right, brother. Good to see you. The great Vern Glenn. The great Vern Glenn. He needs, he needs some gold bar, and we'll, we'll take care of that. Yeah, he just, Can he, I just he say one thing? Ice. I've always yeah. wanted to say this. Yeah. By the way, he listens to our show every day. All the time. He texts All me religiously yeah. whenever a factual thing may have been a little off. Yeah. Vern's, <laughs> That's Vern's right in there. May well, I say. Yeah, one thing. KNBR, the <laughs> sports Have you never been on KNBR? we got to get you a oh, show. Yeah. I, I did, I did Rednitz the, ran this I, place. I, all, he I, ran you, and he ran this place <laughs> for decades. You've I, never did, been I did the morning show for a year. Did you? In 1998. Oh, wow. Yeah, me and Fitz together. Very what time nice. were you on? We, 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. drive time. And then, then I would and finish. And you were doing the news? And, yeah, then I would leave and then do my do my shift over at Quran. Wow, that's insane. That's hard working. How do I not remember that? Yeah, I was, I was, was, was that, that after Frank and Mike? When was that? That was, yeah, that was, they left, and then Steve well, McPartland. Well, Gary, Gary, Steve McPartland. McPartland. Steve McPartland came Gary in. Gary did mornings for a while. But that, that was after me, yeah. Remember McPartland? Yeah. Yeah. Where's he today? In New York, somewhere. Is he? He's in real estate. Is he? Yeah. Oh, smart guy. We got to get out of this business. All right, All right, time man. to let the professionals right, take over. Good to see you. That is Paul the great. Gutierrez is here. Yep, there he is. All things great. Raiders. Raiders are thrilled we're here. Tell him I say hi. <laughs> he do, he wouldn't even talk to you. Guy, usually, wow. Usually he'd usually hug up on you. Maybe he'd like, give you. He, he might. He might give you. He might dab you up. No. There's a Raider camera in the sky. Jeez, don't man, go they near, wouldn't even get near don't go you. Don't near that guy. <laughs> JT usually would would love us up. No. Yeah. The only time they the only time they come over is to plant something on me. All right, ask Bob anything, anything at all. This is a great question. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Patrick Mahomes' father got another DUI. How many has he had now? Three, uh, and he could be facing Sad. a couple of years in prison now. Sad. And so it says, hey, Poppy, do you think uh, this is from the – Sean Purdy's not going to have a problem with that. This is from the 415. Hey, Poppy, do you think Patrick Mahomes' father would be a distraction? Could no, be. No, I mean, he's had – no. I mean, that's – it's unfortunate that he's had – for a couple of years maybe? Well, no, I, no I understand. I'm, are we really going to go to jail, or can he can he I mean, plead for I don't know. We'll see. It's early in the process. It's sad. And I, I saw an interview with Patrick Mahomes, the first, I guess he is, and I watched him pitch for years in the American League with the Twins and number team, the Yankees, and 
he had great things to say. He, he said his son's not quite there yet, that he's, um, you know, has more more room to grow as far as overall accomplishment. But I, I don't think that'll be. Uh, I no mean, the, you know what the real, uh, and honestly, when Andy Reid lost his, remember his son? Yeah. Got an automobile yeah. accident and wound up going to jail for vehicular manslaughter. Or was it worse because he was inebriated, I think, and is his son in jail? That happened right yeah, before. Uh, didn't he? Didn't a child get either injured or yeah, killed? Yeah, killed. Yeah, it was. Killed. It was so. It was, and it's manslaughter's, you know, where it just happens. But if he was drunk, that's even different. Anyway, um, and I, you know, to, that's such a tremendous loss of life. But that one Super Bowl against Tampa, John, and that was a weird time. The pandemic. It was a pseudo Tampa home game, Super Bowl Fifty Five, because they played it at Raymond James. They didn't have their fans completely there. But I, the Chiefs could not protect at all in that game. The Buccaneers and their pass rush were all over them. But I think that really had to be a hard week for Andy. And that was the year, as Charveria said, they flew into Tampa, I think, on Saturday before the game. There wasn't any opening night in media row and any of that that year. It was all done remotely. It was strange. And they just showed up for the game. And I think Andy having that tremendous burden right. on his son – um, I think that may have, that that was a huge distraction for the Chiefs for that game, but I don't think this one will be for for Patrick Mahomes. All right, let's get out to a bunch of calls. There's a bunch of great texts as well. Keep them coming. Four one five eight zero eight five six two seven four one five eight zero eight KMBR. Ask Papa anything, anything at all. We're going to start in Huntsville, Alabama. Wow. Uh, Michael has a great question. Hi, Michael. Welcome. Go ahead. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, uh, glad to finally talk to you. Uh, I'm a military guy. Uh, so I want to shout out to all my military brothers and sisters, Army vets out there. Appreciate everything you guys you do, do on daily braces. Appreciate it, guys. So on the Niners, uh, as a team as a whole, I have not felt this good as a whole team since probably like the 88-89 Niners. I want to know your take. What do you think about this team? Is there a comparable team from the past that you feel is comparable to what we have as an overall team? Because in the end, to win the big one, you've got to have that team team uh, yeah, I, mentality. I, I think offensively it, it ranks as far as the skill players around the quarterback, and we talked about it from the beginning of the year when they their first practice on that Wednesday to get ready for the opener in Pittsburgh, just the five eligibles when you have McCaffrey, Uzcheck, Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk, and then you mix in, obviously, Juwan on third and Juwan, but you got an all-pro, an all-pro, an all-pro, an all pro, I mean, four of them are all pros. When you look at halfback, fullback, tight end, ex-wide receiver, Debo's got the skill. He's been there before. This year, he didn't quite get there. But, yeah, I think offensively they're as good as any Niner team in history. But defensively, they're just not as strong. Yeah. As even, and the word hit me, John, and I didn't want to watch that damn game back. I recorded it, and I got the all-22 of it. I, But I wasn't going to watch it because it just did not apply to this game. Kansas City's just so different. The Niners are different. The personnel, the schemes. But NFL Network played it a couple of times, and I watched it a few times. And, boy, the Niners' defense went to Super Bowl 54 tight. They, they were That's so tight. That's the word for it. We were watching tight. it together last week during the show, and they just their zones are just – I mean, they were with it. And I think we'll reach out to Robert Sala to have him on. And he's got his own deal with the Jets, but he was on – before the Green Bay playoff game with us talking Lafleur and Kyle. And I just, you know, people wanted it. They're so predictable. They just sit in that cover three. And actually where they got them was the cover three principles of that WASP play. 
the 2-3 chip jet wasp and where Emmanuel Mosley would cover the deep one. Was it, uh, you know, Jimmy Ward's mistake? There was a little bit of a hole with that wasp route that they ran that they were able to hit Tyreek on the deep one, and the quarterback is special enough to backpedal 17 yards. So people that were critical of that defense, there were holes where you could attack because you knew they were going to play cover three almost every single snap. But it's like anything in life. If you, if you just the, – the, the Green Bay Packers sweep, the Lombardi sweep, they ran that play over and over again. Nobody could stop it. And it was just keep it simple. But when they were right in that game, John, the way the linebackers, whenever Kansas City would send somebody in motion, the way the linebackers would just widen out the zone, it was like, wow. And he had Quan Alexander then with Fred and Dre and, you know, Armstead and Buckner and D4 didn't play as many snaps, but he was so fast. But they were just so tight. You could hit them with a short play. They'd rally up and tackle. So I just, that, that defense, John, is they're not taking that defense into the Super Bowl. So are they going to have to outscore Spags' defense? This is, and conversely, this is a way better Kansas City defense. So I hear you from Huntsville, Alabama, great Niner team. On offense, they're as good as any Niner team that's been. And you could put Brock in there with Joe and Steve and all the weapons around the quarterback and the O-line, John. But defensively, you win championships with defense. When they asked Nick Bosa the other day, what did you see when you watched that Super Bowl 54 defense back? We were a Super Bowl defense. Do they have a Super Bowl defense that's right now? That's what I asked Dante. I, I think that's the key to the whole thing. Uh, we haven't talked to this guy in a long time. We used to have him on our show all the time. Ask Papa anything, anything at all. We'll get out to, back out to the lines and out to the text. The great Andy Dolich. Andy sent me a, uh, Andy an email. Uh, Andy, Andy had – is Andy on the line? Yeah. Oh, it's Andy, actually Andy. Andy. Yeah. It's Andy on the line, and I ain't calling from Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> I'm calling from Lowe's. How about Mayberry RFD, Andy Taylor? No. Uh, well, I've been uh, on from Lowe's, South Coast, California. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right for the Wow. Accident. Yeah, that's about wow. right. Wow. I loved right. your email you sent me. So Andy sent me an email with all the different <laughs> Brandon IU play nicknames we've got. Do you want to list a few of those off, sir? Well, I, I like Levitation uh, because that's what it was. Um, Levi's some people like, yeah. like some people like the snatch. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, but you can't use the immaculate reset. No, day and time. Forget about that one. Um, what else did I have? How about, how about Ladybug? You know, luck be a ladybug tonight? Luck be a ladybug tonight. <laughs> I like that the, one. It was too good. He's got the whole list right uh, here. Levitation, <laughs> the snatch, catcher in the sky. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, like, I like that. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Helmet heaven. You went on and on. But here we are in Las well, Vegas, Andy. I remember specifically John and I were working at a different station. And you were on with two of our friends, uh, Guy Haberman and John Middlecoff. Yep. I was taking a right. hike through Mount Diablo. I was off that day or something. And I remember the first rumor of Mark Davis to Vegas came up. And you dismissed that out of hand immediately. <laughs> now, we didn't have, you know, we, we, we didn't have a lot of, you know, the Golden Knights weren't here. Our Oakland A's are coming here, Andy, are they? They're breaking my heart. The Raiders are here. Uh, yeah. What, when, when, hey, guys, when, what are yeah. you doing? What are you doing when baseball season starts in 2028? 
will we have a planet Earth in 2028? Well, I don't know. And they're building, you know, they're but, building. Is it convertible? Is it retractable? Do you have any right. money? Where are you going to play? All Drescher, these questions right? have been right. absolutely answered, like not one. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but I, when did it first dawn on you that American sport is is really going to embrace the city of Las Vegas and all of its temptations in gambling? Was it when legalized gambling came to states beyond Nevada and New Jersey? When when did you think that, hey, they're going to play professional sports in Las Vegas? Yes, and also the global attraction of Las Vegas. It's not just, uh, you know, 50 states coming there. But I think one of the misnomers, guys, is people look at these billions and billions of dollars that are bet, and I don't know if you've got a number in front of you as to what is going to be bet on this Super Bowl, but it's, wow. you know, multiple billions of dollars. They said in the – Multiple I, I did, billions of dollars. I did read this morning in the in, – in, legally, and there, I think it's 38 states now plus D.C. Right. I, I think that they said in a legal way, so not wagers and all that, $2 billion. They said two billion okay. legally. Two billion legally. Just on this game. Yeah. So just on this game. Yeah. So as everybody is running to look at this and their heads are exploding and you've got casino marketing and advertising, I would ask you this question. How much money will the NFL Players Association get from that two billion dollars? Legalized be gambling? Well, you know what? Yeah, because they that, that that was not included in the CBA. The, right. The, the gambling uh, then I would revenue. Say, okay, the MVP of the game will receive hmm, a trip to Disneyland. None of that $2 billion. <laughs> and the owners of all the teams, yes, they have all kinds of advertising coming to their cities uh, where they can do that. But are they getting a share, like, uh, you know, of broadcast? No. Well, let me Ticketing, ask you this. sweet sales. Let me ask you this, Andy, because. Yeah. Is it, if I'm, you would know this better than I would, because at first the NFL wanted some kind of a cut, and and they said no, and then they wanted some sort of a well, we're going to make sure be a watchdog. They said no, we've got that covered because <laughs> what, Andy, what I'm looking at right now, in you know just you know, 50 feet from our booth, is a monster DraftKings booth, right? Like unbelievable, all the, right? All the, it's the biggest one here. Yeah, it, the the biggest booth here yeah. is a FanDuel, and the second biggest one. Andy is FanDuel. I mean, literally a hundred feet from where we're sitting right now. So, I mean, is it, it that they're getting the? Is that how they're making the money? Only is all yes, these advertising? Absolutely, and and, and now and FanDuel. I couldn't agree with you more. And you know, getting back to Pop's call, like when did the bulb go off? Um, the light bulb went off when I realized a long time ago that the color of the fluid that flows through the veins of sports <laughs> is green. Yeah. And, baby, if you see billions of dollars, even if it isn't directly coming to you, where the NFL has just said, we're going to be the watchdog, well, how much of a watchdog are you going to be? Um, And some of these companies that didn't literally exist three or four years ago, they are now going to have the bottom lines to start uh, competing against uh, Anheuser-Busch and General Motors and all kinds of other sponsors because the country, uh, everybody wins Powerball, right? And as you guys know, everybody wins when they go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. With this, be- with this being such an incredibly focused game, that to me, uh, the most positive part, uh, guys, is that this game, maybe more than any other, has married the concept of sports and entertainment. 
And that's what's been coming down the line for a long time. And I'm not talking about Siegfried and Roy. Um, you know, I'm talking. <laughs> Big Raider fans, by the way. <laughs> Uh, well, that's uh, yeah, story. that's a whole Another other story, story yeah, in, yeah, in terms of hey, yeah. who are you? Who are you allegiant with? Yeah. But the oh, concept nice. lead stories of um, Taylor and Travis and this relevant and Patrick and Kelsey's mom. I mean, how much is she taken down a year? Um, <laughs> she's making Kelsey. more money than a lot of teams are making out of <laughs> gaming, and not to not to minimize it, but Vegas is an entertainment capital. It has now become a sports capital. And if you guys would have predicted, I don't know, eight years ago, what would be the first big four pro sport in Vegas? Would you have said, oh, it's definitely going to be an NHL team? Eh, I don't no. think I would have bet on that. No. In the middle of the um, <laughs> and I'm betting, I'll put, I'll put a, a public bet on this. The NBA will be in Vegas before the A's are doing anything in their convertible, domed, doomed <laughs> stadium wherever they're going to build it in uh, Tropicanaville. So you're saying, and I'm here in uh, Frittata. What's it, Tillman Frittata, the owner of the yeah, Houston, the Houston Rockets? Right. Mark Frittata, yeah, whatever it is. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, Mark, Mark Bedane, our friend, was with the Raiders for years and helped get a legion built. Is he's now Oakview Group them. now. He's, yeah, he's, he's working with Oakview Group. Right. So you're saying you so, think the NBA yeah. will be here, so will the A's ever go to Las Vegas, or it's going to be delayed, Andy? If anybody could that out, go to your local gas station or whatever and just pick your Powerball numbers, and you're going to win. Um, literally, there are so many unanswered questions. And to me, you're, you know, Pop, you know that how important the A's are to me and so many other people in terms of the franchise that we built and the community relationships and all, everything else that the club meant to the community. And now you may be without all of your major professional sports teams forever because it's not Oakland's not getting an expansion team. So first and foremost, where are the rest of the money coming from? Billionaire, but that just insipid. Uh, day that he uh, was on the stage at the Chamber of Commerce asking for money at the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. If there's anybody that wants to invest in the team, why don't you call me? Uh, yeah, $1.5 billion or more. And that doesn't even include building a franchise. It includes the stadium. So there are so many questions, and I think several lawsuits to come. We won't go into that area. But Vegas is something like play big or go home. Right. And this is the biggest of the big coming up on Sunday. And you can see the global focus on it. The A's are an afterthought uh, other than the controversies that they've created about this move. And you're leaving one of the most diverse cities in the country, sixth largest market for the 40th, that isn't a leader in diversity. And that is, you know, it's a gut punch for millions and millions of fans. Um, so that's a tough one. But I do. Uh, because you have plenty of very, very high-class football brains that you talk to and you will be talking to over the next few days. Just two quick ones for you, Greg. What is your most 
favorite call that you've ever made in the 73 sports that you broadcast. Wow. And, and <laughs> you know, he did a frog jumping contest once. Don't leave that out. Uh, Curveball. Oh, you, so, you know what it is? Jason Isringhausen to Frank Catalanato in 2000. Curveball, it's okay. over. The A's have won the American League West. Remember and, that one? And Remember knowing, one? knowing you, you and where were you then? Knowing you and <laughs> and being so proud of uh, or bringing you into the fold in several places. What was your biggest oops? Oh, doing John, you want to help jo- me there? Joining this show. Wow. Joining this show. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I got so many. He used to wear California okay, sports cast all over here. One. John, help me, help me. Is this an ass pop? I thought oh, it turned man. into ass candy. That's a good one. What ass candy. So what are we? Moment? Are we going B A Ricochet or Ali Uke? You don't like either one of those, uh, Andy? Yeah, hey, um, touchdown, uh, fourteen seconds of lung capacity after that. That's what exactly. I'm hoping for on exactly. Sunday. Exactly. That you have a chance yeah. to do that. And Thank you. The wonderful part, I'll leave you here. The wonderful part of sports is nobody knows what they're talking about until they play the game. Don't, don't you say love that. Being don't eight, say that out loud. Eight, we got four no, no, hours a day to pretend we know. You, uh, you didn't let me finish. You, oh, that's you, we don't. But what about those TV shows with eight panels? Exactly, yeah, those. those <laughs> don't know. Talking about what happened. And, of course, they predicted the Niners were going to come back in the second half. And, and Brock was, you know, going to be the greatest rule. But Mr. Irrelevant is no longer Mr. Irrelevant. And, again, we don't have to say it, um, sports and entertainment, if this isn't the perfect marriage, um, leading up to this game, in the game, after the game, um, that defines what's happening. And I remember when the Grizzlies that I was working for, we literally very quietly wanted to move to Vegas. This is in 2000. Wow. And David Stern, who was the commissioner at that time, I worked for a very tough guy, Michael Heisley, who was not afraid of anybody, the late Mike Heisley. And David Stern had a fairly simple answer. You'll move to Vegas over my dead body. Wow. We ended up up in in Memphis. And so, you know, it was a sad situation, but David's one of the greatest commissioners of all time. And, you know, you have the official circumstance in the Tim NBA. Johnny, and, the rogue official. Yep. Yeah. And now, now you just have a world in which people bet on everything and, um, you know, get your bets on chat GPT or AI or whatever. Oh, wow. The scammers. But, ladies and gentlemen, you listen to these gentlemen and the rest of the crew on KNBR You'll be the most educated sports fans on planet Earth. You are the best. Wow. Drop the you mic. You are the best. Check Former us the mail. COO of the 49ers, the great Andy Dolan. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, sir. That was great. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. Love you, brother. That was a great Andy Dolan. All right, we will get back out to uh, Ask Papa. Uh, a lot of people on the lines, people want to ask questions on the text line. I promise. Sorry about that, but we get we will get What's out to everything. What's the biggest screw-up I ever had, John? I have so many. You should answer that. I got to think about it for a minute. It's time to win, and you can start right now with a new Toyota from Modesto Toyota. So let's go. Come grab the keys to your new Toyota. You can count on Modesto Toyota for great savings. Come in and check out all the new models and deals, or 
Go to ModestoToyota.com and see all the new incoming vehicles. Then just pick out the one you want. You can get great prices and special lease deals and save big time on gas with the many hybrid cars, SUVs, and trucks. Check out the all-new electric BZ4X at a low price or an incredible lease deal. Yes, it's time to win and time to grab the keys to your new Toyota. You know, since 1965, Modesto Toyota has had thousands of happy customers like me because of the great service and great prices. So let's go grab the keys to your new Toyota and win big time. There's no dealer markup and the time has never been better. Come find out for yourself at Modesto Toyota or ModestoToyota.com. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. See, I don't think Cox in your face is a screw-up. No, that, that was just you yeah. just calling a play. His name so that, is Fletcher that Cox. Hit. Why is that? I mean, Holler would know too because Holler and I were in cahoots. Holler and I were in cahoots. Every every time that he, you would say something even marginally, you know, off, yeah, I would I would have the uh, earbuds in in the in the uh, booth, and I would I would text I would text Holler, get that, get that, <laughs> we would need it for the show. My first touchdown call with the Niners, I screwed up. I was up. thinking that same. That was I the called the team. Who was that wide receiver we cut it right? It was Jalen. Heard, Greg Heard, not the quarterback of the Eagles. No, I, that's the one I was thinking about. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. And you called them Debo. They were both rookies. One was Debo eighteen, was a, one was nineteen. Yeah, right? yeah that, that's uh, yeah, it right and, there. And, and that was your call. first touchdown call. I kicked was, the first touchdown. But luckily, call. it was a preseason game. Well, still it was a preseason game. Well, was it Washington this year where you called Elijah Mitchell Christian McCaffrey? That was After tough. Like a second. That was tough. Like and second. you corrected yourself on the call. Yeah, yeah, he's tough. I the Heard one was the one. Yeah, well, that, that's the only that's one. That's probably I can really it right there. That's think probably of. it. Yeah. Thank the you, Andy. Preseason game. What was your biggest screw up, <laughs> exactly. asked Papa? What's your biggest life regret? I'm, you know, I was going to ask oh, him about man. David Stern because I thought because David with the whole Tim Donahue thing. Yeah. Over my dead effing body. Danny Dunn just texted me one. Oh, he's, he's got to find oh, the audio. This is the winner. Okay. Oh, play yeah. it. Save it for later. He's going to find it. Okay, right. let's play okay. it next. All right, we'll play it next. Thank uh, we'll you. We'll get some more calls in, and then JD. This is going to build my confidence for Sunday, guys. <laughs> let's show me Brock. Come in and show your four picks against Baltimore. Let's get you ready for the Super Bowl. Let's get y'all confident. Don't do this again ever. We're live in Vegas. It's Pop and Lund. Thanks for joining us on the Sports Center. It's time to win, and you can start right now with a new Toyota from Modesto Toyota. So let's go. Come grab the keys to your new Toyota. You can count on Modesto Toyota for great savings. Come in and check out all the new models and deals or go to ModestoToyota.com and see all the new incoming vehicles. Then just pick out the one you want. You can get great prices and special lease deals and save big time on gas with the many hybrid cars, SUVs, and trucks. Check out the all-new electric BZ4X at a low price or an incredible lease deal. Yes, it's time to win and time to grab the keys to your new Toyota. You know, since 1965, Modesto Toyota has had thousands of happy customers like me because of the great service and great prices. So let's go grab the keys to your new Toyota and win big time. There's no dealer markup and the time has never been better. Come find out for yourself at Modesto Toyota or ModestoToyota.com.